confirm and make sure that we are live and ready to go. Waiting for it to catch up. Waiting for it to mustard. Oh, never mind. Um, says now live. But it's not showing up as live. Uh, we're live. Oh, we are live? Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm just bobbing my head back and forth <laughs> for nothing, <laughs> waiting for this to uh, catch up on my end. Uh, good morning, everyone, and welcome to uh, the return to the live episode format of Next Gen Newsweek. Obviously, I'm not where I normally am, uh, and my audio quality is not as good as usual, but it's okay. We're going to make it through. My name is Mitch. Uh, joining me this morning, we have Richard. Hello. Michael. Howdy. And Chase. Hello, hello. Chase also woke up like 10 minutes ago, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anyway, yeah, it's it's been a little bit since we've been able to record, and I uh, thought we would try to mix things up and go back to live format uh, to get everyone back in the mood for that stuff, because I think this, I like doing the live show, especially whenever uh, people are also awake and they're able to get in the chat and uh, talk to us and, you know, get to engage with you guys. Um, so don't have any announcements or anything unless you guys have anything uh so i guess we'll go ahead and just jump straight into what everyone's been playing we haven't recorded a show in like three weeks so um i'm assuming some people probably like chase have like a catalog yeah he like looking at his phone like oh my god there's so many games <laughs> i feel like i've probably forgotten so. there's so hmm. many games uh what is a video game yeah uh i know i know we've all been playing uh pokemon legends arceus that is kind of like I think it's one of the first games that we've all been playing at the same time uh, that we're able to actually talk about. Usually there's like one of us that's not really into a game that the other three are playing or so. Um, but yeah, we'll talk we'll, we'll talk about Pokemon Legends a little bit later in the show, but if there's anything... So uh, the, is, the C is pronounced like a K? Yeah, it's Arceus. Okay. Arceus. I'm glad that I've been saying that wrong this entire time. I always thought it was Arceus until they put out a trailer and they're like pokemon legends arceus coming out in january oh, okay i like pokemon it legends uh rc cola <laughs> <laughs> pokemon legends algebra um <laughs> anyway so i guess we'll we'll pass over pokemon legends for now but anything else uh that you guys have been playing that you want to talk about let's uh richard do you have anything else you remember or you want to come back to i, I feel like i feel like i'm gonna leave some stuff out uh I rolled credits on the Company Man, which I don't know what all platforms that's on. I don't, I haven't seen it on PlayStation. It might just be uh, Nintendo Switch, maybe PC. It's a cool action platformer uh, about working your way to the top. There's a story that doesn't really matter. Um, it's only twenty bucks. You know, you can go through it in a few days if you like action combat platformers. Uh, it's, it was pretty cool. I rolled credits on Metroid Dread, Subnautica Below Zero. Loop Hero, uh, I finished a really long demo of a game that's not yet released, uh, Planet Crafters, on, uh, on Steam, which Planet Crafters is kind of like, it's kind of like Subnautica, it's a survival game, but instead of underwater, you're just on a planet with no atmosphere, and currently, uh, I'm still playing Loop Hero, it's a really experimental game, um, there are hidden bosses. I fought one this morning. It took forever, but it, it does have a different ending. 
that involves your entire game crashing. Oh. I thought that cool. was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and Pokemon Legends, uh, I've been playing a lot of Elder Scrolls online. Um, and I kind of, I've been piddling with Dead Cells a little bit. I don't really want to get so deep into anything because Elden Ring is just around the corner. So mm-hmm. yeah. I'm trying to keep, keep things open. So that's where I'm at. Michael, what have you been playing? Just uh, Pokemon. Yeah. Just that. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think this is going to be the first game that you ever beat? Yeah. (laughs) 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 The good news is that you you can count it either way because it has three different points in the game where you technically beat it. So even if you, Mm -hmm. you you could beat it and also not beat it that way, it's on it's on both records. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my nipples are hard just thinking about it. <laughs> Somehow I'm sure that falls into a crossover game. It's a game you can beat and not beat at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Chase, let's hear it. I'm sure there's a lot. Okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> Let's see. I've I finished. I played and beat a uh, Scarlet Nexus, which was a very very interesting game. Um, the combat was really really weird, but like once you got used to the combat, it's like it was, I thought it was a really cool game. Um, Star Wars: Fallen Order. I played the PS5 version of that, and I was like really impressed by like you know how the graphics looked on that. And then I was like telling my coworker about that, and he was like, "Well, if you played it on PC, you could play it at way way higher frame rates." And I was like, "Well." Okay, <laughs> but <laughs> if you did I thought, this, <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, whatever. It was, it was a lot of fun replaying that game. Um, and they did announce that they are officially working on a sequel to that, so nice. I'm excited for that. Uh, I went back and finished Goose Game because I, for some reason, never finished that game. Um, I've been playing, uh, yeah, Scourge Bringer, which is like a like a roguelike metroidvania type game um it was kind of cool it's like a but almost feels like a button masher game so i don't know i kind of have mixed feelings on that i played through metro exodus um like someone suggested it was like kind of like a fallout type game but it didn't really kind of feel like fallout but (laughs) it was it was like i enjoyed i mean the story was kind of cool but i mean i i I thought it was kind of like a very, very difficult survival game, but it was it was really cool. Um, I played Epic Dumpster Bear Two because um, <laughs> it was on sale. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it was actually it's actually better than the first one, uh, so it was it was kind of fun. Um, I played the you know, Lost in Random. I know me, me and Steven were talking about that a while back, but uh, it's like a card game, uh, like a dice game. So yeah, you roll your dice. For points and then based on the points you have you can use cards to like use abilities and stuff um and it's really really cool um really i highly suggest you stick it out it's, the world looks very tim burtonish um it's really really great um marsupilami hoop adventure which i got because i thought it was gonna look like a donkey kong type game but it more i mean it's like a it's like a little platformer game it, it was all right um, I went to Oberdin, uh, Return of the Oberdin, that black and white game uh, that's on the ship, and you're like a detective. That was sort of like really cool, very, very, very interesting game. Um, and then Pokemon, yeah, I've been playing that. So yeah, 
Yeah. Man, I play Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, I probably play Pokemon. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. My list is a lot shorter. Um, it, <laughs> it, it started with Pokemon, um, and then uh, I picked up. I beat the. I got through the first ending in Pokemon. And I was like, you know, I'm at a good spot with this. I have to obviously uh, get all the Pokemon. I'm not actually done with the Pokedex, but we'll talk about that. Um, but um, I've started Dying Light 2, and it is just senseless zombie-killing fun if you're someone who likes it. It's like, it's it's terrifying as shit uh, playing the game during the night. It's not as terrifying as the first game, at least yet, because um, the amount of infected that are available during the night in the first game, at least as of right now, are not in the second game. Uh so far, though, like the story's kind of stupid, but like you know, I get cool weapons. I can strap flamethrowers to my knives, and I can set zombies on fire. The combat, though, is incredible. They've added it's all melee. Like the first game had guns in it. They made it very clear from the beginning of this game that there are no guns. They've taken um, someone confiscated all the guns. They got rid of them, or at least they, they, as of right now, that they're making it seem like that. Uh, but this game kind of focuses more on like classes because it wants you to play the game online co-op with friends. So you got like your tank, ranger, medic, assassin classes, and all that stuff, and they each have their own whatever's uh, skills. Um, and then uh, Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duels, which I won't play that game online anymore because people piss me off so much. Oh, um, <laughs> I'll play with friends, but I'm not playing against people that. <clears throat> will just dump hundreds of dollars into that game and build up these decks where they just do all their shit in one turn. Like, I was this morning I had a little bit of time to kill. So, you know what, maybe yesterday was just a bad day. I'm going to try to play this online again. And um, I had built a really nice deck. It's a, it's a deck that I actually own, like, a physical version of, and I put it in the game. And um, it's like, okay, the duel starts, and then the person I'm playing with takes like 10 minutes to do their first turn because they're doing so much crap and it's like dude you guys are taking this children's card game yes it's a children's card game playing as an adult i get it but like (laughs) just stop like play it for fun like the whole goal of this game obviously is to win but like it you just sucking the fun out of this damn game like it's a I don't know. They're lucky that that game doesn't have voice chat or text chat because I would be, I'd get banned from online play because uh, <laughs> all the shit I just want to tell these damn people like, end your fucking turn. Just come on, let's go. Uh, just, it's like, it's like it, it reminds me of being in next level games in Rivergate, uh, trying to participate in one of these tournaments uh, but there's just all these stinky people in there that just walked over from Target with their because that target had a pizza hut in it and they would get these greasy ass pizzas and they would just come over there and not shower and just stink up the place and those are the people i play against online um so beautiful yes anyway uh so uh our headlines uh for this week uh we got a lot of stuff to talk about with nintendo uh, obviously, we're, we're talking about Pokemon Legends. There's a Nintendo Direct. This is a really long show. It is. So this is going to be a it, long We've one. just started. I just know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. We got a lot of catching up to do. Uh, yeah. But there's I'll remind nice. everybody. When we're still talking tomorrow morning, I'll be like, do y'all remember when we started this yesterday? This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
we'll try to keep it at an hour and a half ish maybe we'll see there, <laughs> there is a uh a nintendo direct that is inconveniently happening this afternoon and not um right before we recorded or yesterday uh so thanks nintendo uh, so we'll we'll give a couple predictions towards the end of the show. Uh, we do have some Grand Theft Auto Six news. Trying to get the sun out of the camera shot because <laughs> like every time I adjust the laptop, the sun just shifts and it just keeps coming in through that window. Um, so yeah, we do have Grand Theft Auto uh, Six news to talk about. Uh, some sales stuff. Everyone's favorite thing to talk about numbers and everything. Um, and yeah, and some Ghostwire Tokyo gameplay that um, finally got revealed. So we actually get to talk about how that game actually looks. Um, so first up, though, let's talk about Grand Theft Auto. Uh, there are two actually two stories that came out from Rockstar. The first one uh, is not like an official thing, but kind of uh, some statisticians and mathematicians. And God, that sun is annoying. Oh, my God. Wrong way. Um, <laughs> Jeez. There is no there's no getting rid of that. Oh, my gosh. I might have to move. Anyway, um, but yeah, the, the whole thing with them, uh, Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, potentially has sold, you guys just may have to deal with the sun, I'm sorry, uh, have, may potentially have sold uh, 10 million copies uh, since it came out. When was that? The end of December or something like that? Uh, which is crazy for that game considering how, how much of a broken mess it is. Uh, and I don't think any of us bought the GTA trilogy, did we? No. I'm still waiting on the PS5 version if it if it even comes out. I don't yeah. even know if it'll come out. Yeah, uh, so, yeah. Apparently, it sold 10 million copies, which is I, I guess it's just because people don't know the state of that game. Uh, they're just like, oh my gosh, it's Grand Theft Auto. I've only been waiting 10 years for a new one, and um, that's just. Kind and of you crazy. didn't even get that. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't even get it. You didn't even get a new one. You got a you got a broken state of a bad one. Like, oh my god, the sun's bothering me so bad. Let's go this way. How about that? No. I wish someone's daughter would bother me. <laughs> um. Oh, hold up. Talk to the hand. Yeah. Talk to the yeah, hand. Look, yeah. just, just do the whole podcast like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Whatever works. Just someone Photoshop something stupid in my hand later. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Chase, Chase, Chase and Michael are already scheming, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they did confirm that uh, Grand Theft Auto 6 is in development. Finally, we already knew that, I think, or we kind of thought so. Uh, but it is potentially coming. I know we've talked before about like our predictions for anything about GTA 6, but since the last time we've done that, does anyone have any thoughts about the direction that GTA 6 may take or things that, a wish list of things that they would like to see in Grand Theft Auto 6? I think, unfortunately, they're going to take the predictive route. I think that everybody's kind of anticipating that it's going to take place in Vice City because that's the city that we've not been to uh, in this current sort of, you know, the last time we saw it was early 2000s with Grand Theft Auto Vice City. And since then, we've had kind of like an updated look at Liberty City with GTA 4. And then, you know, we've we've had, you know, San Andreas for a decade now. So, you know, there's that, I don't know, there's a billboard, a trilogy that was released that I guess it alludes to Vice City, which to me was kind of a no-brainer. I don't know, you know, my problem is is that, you know, it's been so damn long. You know, it's been 10 years. 
We've not seen anything. I actually think they've – I mean, I used to love Grand Theft Auto, but I've left it. You know, I've, I have no anticipation about Grand Theft Auto 6. I'm not like one of those, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm already moved past it. So I, I think they're, they're in a point now where I don't want to say they could lose it, but, I mean, I, I think they've lost some attention to the series. And I think if they, they do something that's predictable, I, I don't know how well that's going to go over. Yeah, It's not going to go over well with me. I've said, you know, and I've mentioned it in chat, and, you know, it's been completely dead air because I guess you guys don't watch television. Uh, but there's a show <laughs> called Yellowstone yep. with Kevin Costner that, my God, that would be such a badass Grand Theft Auto. I didn't realize how gangster it was or could be to own a ranch. And I'll keep this short. Uh, the premise is uh, Kevin Costner plays a guy named Dutton, John Dutton. He owns the largest cattle ranch in the, in the country. And, you know, they, they supply restaurants and all this stuff. I mean, it's, it's what a cattle ranch is. But they're borderline on with Yosemite Park, and they're also borderline, not borderline, yeah, I guess borderline. They're also borderline with an Indian reservation. I don't know if this is true about Indian reservations. I'm going to assume that they do research before they do these shows. But an Indian reservation is almost like their own little country. You know, they got their own form of government. They got a lot of things set up. So there's so many different pieces in play that could make a good Grand Theft Auto. And I think they could actually kind of merge some of what they do with Red Dead with Grand, uh, Grand Theft Auto and make, you know, something really different instead of something that we all expect. I don't think they're going to do that. Uh, I think they're going to take the safe route. But I wish they would do something different. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. I think they're going to, well, I think one of the rumors for a while was that they were going to do like a, a smaller map, like at launch. And then they were going to keep expanding on it. So maybe, um, the smaller map would mean that, um, things would, uh, like the game would be able to come out sooner rather than later. And then they could keep adding on to it as they go. I think that would, that would be a way to go about it. And I, mm -hmm. I, the Yellowstone thing, like, I, I mean, I'm sure they could make it like if they, followed a similar uh, path with that, they can make it work uh, with GTA, but that seems like it's more of like a Red Dead type of scenario than a... Yeah, but it's modern day. And you don't know how, like, like when you work at the Dutton Ranch, like when they're done with you, then Rip takes you to the train station. And, yeah, <laughs> you go to the train station, and you don't come back from the train station. <laughs> it's just, it's such a good... And see, this thing, if, if you watch the show... Um, if they did make a Grand Theft Auto that was like Yellowstone, you would play. You wouldn't be Kevin Costner's character. You would be Rip Wheeler. Rip Wheeler is so badass. He would be the the protagonist that you would portray. I, I want to. Y'all don't watch show. the show. Y'all have no clue what I'm talking about. But I what, what is watch, you would. I want to watch it, but at the same time, I don't want to buy Paramount Plus. So. Yeah, but you can get like the first season at Walmart for twenty bucks. Dropping the hat. Yeah, but I'm a stickler for if I'm going to buy a movie uh, physically, it better be on a 4K Blu-ray and not a DVD. Oh my god! I don't. I don't have a. I don't have a fucking PS5 and a 4K. HDR yeah, but you could have played it at a higher frame rate if you'd <laughs> played on PC. <laughs> 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 
Look, Jeez. look. All I'm seeing is that all the stuff I own is made for 4K. So why am I gonna watch a DVD that plays in 1280 by 720 and it gets stretched? Because it's up? a badass show. Yeah, and I want to be able why. to experience it. They're like, it's different. Oh my God, experience it. Then fucking go to Montana and just like in the, <laughs> you know, or download it off the internet so you can watch it in like 240i. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll just watch a I'll watch a new rock stars recap of Yellowstone or something. Uh, if that exists. Um, Not that I've played any of the GTA games, but I wouldn't mind seeing like a semi-futuristic version. You know, like not like, you know, flying cars and shit and teleportation, but just like maybe like 20, 30 years into the future where mm-hmm. they got like see-through phones and, you know, just a lot of amenities. I feel like the last nice. the last Watch Dogs was that. Like the, the Watch Dogs Legion. It was like futuristic, but not like way like futuristic. Mm-hmm. What I'm interested in seeing is, you know, there's there's so much political commentary and social commentary, like under the surface, like with their humor. You know, they're very non-PC, and just with everything over the past few years, I'm I'm wondering because you know it's not having that conversation. Everybody knows how divisive things are now. Are they still going to like step over that line and push boundaries, or are they going to like pull back a little bit and try and play it safe? I think I think that could hurt them too. I think a lot of people are playing it with the the expectation that they they will push back and push back hard, and I hope they do. You know that that was part of what gave them that allure. But I'm I'm kind of curious. You know, it's got to have something to do with COVID. I mean, there's been a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff to make fun of, and I hope that they don't. You know, I hope they don't wear kid gloves with any I would, topic. I would say that personally, I would think that GTA is like the South Park of video games. Where South Park, yeah. South Park doesn't give a shit. They'll make fun of everyone and everything, and not give a fuck who they. Um, and that was for. part of their charm. And I think they used to be like that. I just wonder if they still are. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, any any uh, final things, uh, the wish list things about GTA Six before we uh, move on. It's it's gonna it's gonna have to be like very very ambitious. I mean, and I think they know that um, because. Where the older games, they were all story-based. And where the newer games, they have to think of a not only as the story, but they have to think of the games as a live service. So that's the reason I think it's mm-hmm. taken so long. Because, it's, I mean, that they've got a plan. I mean, this is going to be a 10-year game. So Yeah. Do you think that GTA Online, as it is now, will somehow be implemented into GTA 6 for, like, your character and, like, your money that you've put into the game will somehow be able to be transferred over maybe not your rank and like levels and stuff but like you know just like your personal characters like oh i'm going on vacation and they go to gta 6 or something and bring their money with it's possible yeah if you're white yeah but like if you're like a different color race uh... (laughs) see it's it's edgy man (laughs) (laughs) Uh -uh uh-uh To answer the question in the show notes, uh, I do think GTA 6, we see it before Elder Scrolls 6. Yeah. Anyone else? The same? Everyone feel the same way about that? Yeah. We're a while from Elder Scrolls. Yep. I mean, I imagine with Starfield coming out in November, they'll probably take three or four months off, and then they'll... Well, unless you play Elder Scrolls online, then we got new year-long content coming here in a second. Wow, it's crazy. It's already here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. 
Um, yeah, so we, there was also um, two state of plays that I guess this, the Ghostwire thing was the state of play. I know the Gran Turismo state of play happened last week, and then they also mm-hmm. the Ghostwire thing was a state of play too, right? Or was it just a gameplay? Um, kind of. Yeah, I mean, they didn't. I don't think they technically called it a state of play, but I watched both of them. They were both very, very impressive. Yeah. So. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, uh, which we didn't have a release date, but it kind of got leaked. It was coming out. Uh, it's March 25th, correct? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, in the month of March, uh, Gran Turismo 7 coming out the front of it and Ghostwire Tokyo coming out on the back of it. Um, Chase, what do you think about the, the gameplay demonstration for Ghostwire? It looked really cool. Like, I mean, the like visually looked really, really interesting. I feel like it's it's like instead of weapons you're just using your your hands to craft spells or whatever or summon things uh <clears throat> but it looked it looked really cool i'm I'm definitely gonna check that out like i i, I was kind of on the fence about it because it's kind of i don't know a little goofy looking but i don't know it looks it looks cool like i i would i really definitely want to check it out i want to try it uh, maybe not when it comes out uh and the goofy hand magic it just kind of reminds me a little bit of bioshock and how they have that weird goofy hand magic too that they do mm-hmm. so uh richard michael did y'all watch the ghostwire presentation i did, I did not michael's not doing his homework i wasn't <laughs> uh i was on the fence too but for a different reason um i wanted evil within three uh it's it's the same people right and it, yeah Mark. uh i huge huge fan of evil within uh even bought the comic books uh when they did their limited run and uh, you know this uh it's not evil within. So I didn't like that aspect of it, but you know, with evil within, I think that team does a really good job at creating a sort of, I've said this about other games and and I really enjoy this aspect. If you can somehow make it feel like you're having a nightmare, um, it's an odd thing to say, but you know, sometimes a good nightmare is awesome to have. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so you know, if I can, if I'm playing a game and it just feels like, you know, it's got this weird sort of surreal, creepy, nightmare-like vibe, uh, I'm going to be into it. And I think that they do that well. They did it well in Evil Within 1 and 2. And from the look of it, it looks like they pulled it off again. So, yeah, I'm more interested now than I was before that state of play or, or whatever that was. Yeah. It's just, it's like everything else. Like, you know, you got to... There's so many games coming out that in this month still and next month, like you got to prioritize uh, mm-hmm. which ones you're going to get. And this comes out the same day as Kirby. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you pick your battles on that one. There's a lot coming out at the end of Jan- of uh, March. Yeah. And so. uh, Saints Row was originally <laughs> going to be like that same week too. Like there was about to be another mm-hmm. big triple A game coming out then. Oh man, it's a good thing they passed that back. Maddie would have been pissed. Like, no, we're not getting <laughs> Kirby this week. <laughs> um, yeah um speaking of uh kirby and nintendo we have a we have some numbers to talk about i'm not going to try to make this boring i guess um but uh nintendo switch has outsold the nintendo wii hitting uh 100 million units of, of i guess it's every switch combined uh with this so yeah um, it is now the fifth best-selling console of all time behind the ps or it's about to pass ps4 probably already has uh it's only like three or four million units behind if i'm remembering my numbers right uh and it's still got to do um the game boy line the ds line and then the ps2 which is like 50 million units away um 
it potentially I don't know people are skeptical of whether it will uh, cross the PS2 and be the the best selling console of all time. Uh, but it's very likely that they will become at least the second best-selling console uh, because there's not mm-hmm. there's not a big gap. There's a there's a big gap. I, I think it's the Game Boy. It's the Game Boy's number two, and then there's like a huge like 30, 40 million unit gap between that and the PS2 because the PS2 could also be used as a DVD player, which is why everyone always bought them because it was cheaper to buy a PS2 than it was to buy a DVD player a long time ago for all you young people uh, that mm-hmm. watch this show. Um, <laughs> and then the same thing for the PS3 as a Blu-ray player. Yep, except the PS3 when it came out cost six hundred dollars. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> but a Blu-ray player was eight hundred. That is true. And so you saw the same thing again uh, with the Xbox um, One X, uh, I believe, because the 4K Blu-ray players were like mm-hmm. three hundred bucks, and you could buy One S that had a 4K Blu-ray player for the same price. It's, it's a it's funny how like these gaming companies will like eat that cost of getting that new tech, and then like people, that's how they end up getting more sales on a lot of their stuff. Um, also, with this, there um, there was uh, some talk. Whoever this um, company was that interviewed uh, Nintendo during their earnings call, they uh, did talk about um, Nintendo uh, looking into buying ac- or doing some acquisitions of their own, which we'll be talking about a little bit later. Uh, since we haven't recorded since all these major acquisitions have happened, um, they were asked about NFTs and uh, the metaverse and everything. And it seems like the, the TLDR on this is that uh, Nintendo is interested in the metaverse, not so much NFTs, but they're only interested in the metaverse if they can find a way to make it fun, um, which they kind of already did with Animal Crossing. Because in a way, Animal Crossing New Horizons is kind of like a metaverse in itself uh do you guys kind of agree with that or do you think uh it's like a a different thing okay, i agree kind of it needs to be more open i think to be metaverse there's still a lot of hurdles like if i could if i could some not not seamlessly because low time stuff like that but if i could just like somehow like if we could all exist in like one town or something like that and seamlessly, you know, see other people's, you know, I would, I would say that, but to me, it's, it's still kind of, I still feel closed off from the world. I'm on a little Island by myself, <laughs> literally and figuratively. So, yeah, I kind of want it to be like the, like the, I think it was the Wii U, like the little huddle of me's you have when you boot up the console yeah. and you're just all like, Oh yeah, this yeah. person's yeah. playing, playing yeah. uh, Mario Kart, you know, the, <laughs> yeah, the, the me verse. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it would it would work better if uh, whenever I'm doing something on my island and somebody came by, I didn't have to watch them land their airplane. Like if I could. yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, we need more seamless transitions with all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe the next Nintendo console will have um, uh, an SSD or something, so maybe it can load games faster. We'll see. Even if it's like a they somehow just cram like a 128 gig SSD in it, you know, whatever. We'll just make it work. Um, <laughs> Part of this also, uh, they did briefly mention the next Switch, um, and that pretty much it. Uh, the whole goal with it is to use Nintendo's account system to be able for people to carry their Nintendo Switch games over to the next system. So uh, there is going to be backwards compatibility, I guess, between the Switch and whatever comes next, uh, which is pretty exciting because the Nintendo loves to make you pay for super mario brothers on the nes a thousand times and uh 
eventually people are going to get tired of doing that. So that I guess it's good for them to um, finally be embracing backwards compatibility so we don't have to do that anymore. So. Won't that be lovely? Yes. They said, uh, they said that we're at the halfway point of the Switch life cycle, right? Yes. Yep. yep. <laughs> Which okay. makes you think, <clears throat> is there is there going to be a pro model that comes out to help ease this I gap? hope so. Because the Switch definitely is showing its age. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's running on, it's a 2017 console running on 2015 hardware. Um, so it's uh, definitely starting to show a little bit. Uh, part of this also, uh, and there's an image in the show notes, uh, if you see it in here, about um, the release schedule for all of their uh, games that they have lined up. And um, for, with this, uh, this YouTuber, RGT85, uh, I watch a lot of his videos, he pointed out something very interesting with this, and I want to see if you guys uh, feel the same way about it. Uh, so in the list, it's got everything listed by release date in here. Uh, so obviously Pokemon Legends Arceus was on the 28th. Uh, they have Triangle Strategy coming out on the 4th, which I think, the, so the Triangle Strategy is going to compete against Gran Turismo, I guess. And then Kirby and the Forgotten Land comes out on March 25th, so that's up against Ghostwire. Advance Wars is still listed as Spring, but I am pretty sure that that game's leaked release date it popped up on the eShop. It was like April 8th or April 6th or something. Yeah, it's like the first week of April. So that's actually not too far away. And then for just 2022, they have Splatoon 3, the sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, temporary title, and Bayonetta 3, which is leading people to believe that uh, Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out before Bayonetta, um, potentially in like the fall, around like September, October type time frame with Bayonetta coming out like in December, because they like to have a big December release uh, on the Switch. And Bayonetta kind of seems like it could fill that gap with that. Do um, you guys feel the same way about this, or do you think Breath of the Wild is actually going to be farther out than either either later in the year or into next year? I feel like it's going to be fall for, for Breath of the Wild. I just don't know. I think it's coming out soon, yeah. as we'll find out later today. Maybe. Mm. I, hope, <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. I just want to know the title. Just give me the title of the damn game. It, it's dude. It's called the sequel to the Legend of Zelda: The Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Yes. <laughs> what if it's called Zelda: Breath of the Wild to the Adventure of Zelda? Since the first time they did a sequel it was called the Adventure of Link, this one's called the Adventure of Zelda. That would be cool. Um, Legend of Zelda: The Young and the Breathless. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's, that's the best title I've heard someone call it. That's, that is fantastic. That is fantastic. Um, all right, and then um, let's talk about Pokemon Legends Arceus before we get back to talking about this Nintendo Direct uh, predictions. We've all been playing it. Uh, this game sold 6.5 million copies in its opening weekend, uh, which is on track to be the second best-selling Switch game of all time behind Animal Crossing New Horizons. Obviously did better than Diamond and Pearl. Um, so yeah, let's talk about it. How's everyone, uh, what's everyone's thoughts about Pokemon Legends Arceus? Like, just first impressions. How does it feel to be playing a Pokemon game in a different format than what we're used to? I love it. 
Um, <laughs> my my only complaint, and I think it's kind of like a sound that's been heard around the internet already, is the draw distance, which is so damn shitty. Mm-hmm. But I mean, other than that, I mean, and you can start to ignore it, but it's still jarring. Um, it, it's a wonderful game. You want to hear my hot take on it, though? Pokemon Legends Arceus has less pop-in than Halo Infinite. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> just, just throwing that out there. My only gripe Damn. with the whole game is there's, like, and maybe this happens in the next one. I just want voice acting. Like, it, that game needs something. Yeah. Even if it's just them making, like, grunting sounds. Like, <clears throat> yeah, like, Ocarina of Time grunting sounds. Like, something. Like, <clears throat> there's... There's a, there's a point in the game, well, there's two points in the game. The first one happens when you're being walked into the city. And you're walking behind the professor, and there's all these characters on the side of the street, and they're like, the little bubbles are popping up. Like, what they're like, they're talking about you. Like, who the hell is that? Why are they dressed so stupid? Blah, blah, blah. And, like, I would love for them to just say that shit out loud. Just mm-hmm. say it. And then there's a point later in the game, uh, that I'm not going to spoil, that there's a similar scenario to that and it would be interesting to hear them do that again and just, i don't know just something like breath of the wild like the whole game wasn't voice acted but the the important parts of the game were voice acted right and the, <clears throat> i know uh, a lot of people are drawing comparisons between this game and breath of the wild i think i know richard kind of said mentioned something about how you didn't feel that way i kind of don't feel that way after playing the game um but, yeah. um, this world is so much more alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's just that, I mean, I don't play Pokemon games for the story. I play them for how fun they are, and I also don't play games necessarily for how gorgeous they are. TV shows and movies, yes. Games, no. This game looks like a DVD. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, in like our early generation DVD. It, more, <laughs> yeah, like a more like a, a V if there was like a upscaled VHS. This is what it looks like. From but, two of the same team that thought about working on Shrek. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, I, I, I the game itself is fun. It's definitely a different it's a different take on Pokemon. And um, this game has the, the series has needed something to break the mold because they've been using the same formula for 20 years now um so yeah it's um richard how are you feeling about pokemon legends you know you put in the show notes um is pla the best pokemon game of all time uh if if you ask my nephew that he would tell you no Um, (laughs) but if you ask me that i would say yes Uh, I've, i've never liked the the mechanic uh of literally almost every Pokemon that came before this, you know, I don't have any desire, the, the whole like gems and, and all that stuff. I've, I've never been into it. It's never been able to, to draw me in like this one has. And, you know, as far as should this be the new direction, I think it should be the new direction for a series of Pokemon. Uh, I don't think that I, I don't want to come off as entitled and say, yes, you know, all the, the entire fan base, the games that you've loved, you know, Fuck that. Fuck you. This is what we're doing now. I don't care what you think. But uh, I think as a series, um, I think they should build off of it. I think that this is a good, firm like foundation. If 
they were going to continue this format, I think, that at least what I would do. Um, and here I may lose some people because I really love survival games. So I think if you incorporated like survival elements, like maybe, you know, you so cliche, but you crash land somewhere uh, and, you know, you're in a position where you have to survive. But, you know, you're, there's Pokemon all around. Um, if if there was maybe more. More intricate crafting trees. Like right now you get resources, you make an item, but you don't have anything where like, you know, you make resource, you get resources to make this item and then this item and then you use those two items to make this item, you know, maybe some more complex crafting trees. Um, If you're going to do a survival aspect uh, or even if maybe you wanted to go with, maybe you don't want to be some kid that falls out of a hole uh, and they're like, oh, hey, you know, make this encyclopedia. Um, (laughs) Yeah, maybe if you want to that falls into a hole repeatedly. Yeah, but maybe maybe you're the guy with the the funny winter hat. The what is his name, Professor Laventon or Laventon or or whatever. Maybe more like him. Uh, what if you use crafting materials to build like actual devices or something? Or maybe you know you can have your own lab where you can create different stations to do different things. You know to to really go in depth and go hard on this. Um, this idea that instead of a trainer that's battling at gyms and it's like a sporting event, what if you are just a researcher? So I, I think that what they've they've established framework and a good grounding to to really do something, you know, even more monumental than what we're playing now. Yeah. Uh, Chase, what are your thoughts on PLA? Um, I just got stayed. Actually, that's why I'm so sleepy this morning because I stayed up and I got the last uh, few Pokemon that I needed to complete the decks. Nice. So, yeah. Um, I yeah, I'm, I really enjoyed the game. Um, I feel like the I feel like there should be more person to person battles. I feel like that's something that's. I mean, I'm not against like the you know like I feel like this is more of a research type game than a battle type game which i enjoy uh but i feel like i just feel like there was the 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 battles like between you know from from the beginning of the game to like the the credits or whatever there's just not many many battles yeah um but i enjoyed you know everything about it um and the item space is was like a big issue for me because i hate running out of item space and you're going to pick something up it's like oh you have no room and you have to keep going back and keep going back and like dropping stuff off. Just um, hit that dude up at Town Hall or whatever. He'll yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's where like almost all my money went. That dude's um, a fucking scam, first off. To mm-hmm. be fair, like where else is your money gonna go though? Like I don't know why anybody would buy Pokeballs. <laughs> um so <laughs> you're out and about, man. Just get your damn apricots, hit the stones up. I mean, it's all right there. Mm-hmm. I I was constantly finding myself running out of Pokeballs and was going to the shop and just. <laughs> Mitch is not a crafter. <laughs> a bunch of money in I mean, I think I think the best part about the game is you can kind of play however you want. I mean, but, you, very true. Yeah, you can run pell mell into a group of Pokemon and just launch a bunch of Pokeballs like machine gun style before <laughs> they all have a chance to notice you, or you can sneak up and use food and. Mm-hmm. 
smoke balls and flashbangs and that's the stuff I, I never whatnot. used any of that stuff like smoke balls the flash grenades or grenades oh god uh, flashbangs um any of that stuff never even used it like i didn't find a need for it. i would throw berries and stuff to uh, feed the pokemon uh, i got a question um and this the game has multiple endings um mitch you said that there's a different ending if you fill out the pokedex what what do they consider filling out the Pokedex? Because I know there like are ten. there are some Pokemon that you only have access to if you if you have like a save file for uh, so those, Pearl. Those, those don't count. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you have to. Obviously, the big thing is if you complete the five areas. Um, that's when you roll credits, I believe, the first time. And then the second part is getting the legendary Pokemon. And then the third one is completing the entire Pokedex. So I believe that's right. So I'm, I have, um, I'm at, God, how do I say this without spoiling things? Um, I'm at the final battle before the second ending, I believe. I guess the best way to put it. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I want to see them continue on this, um, continue this game. I don't know. Uh, do you guys think there's going to be DLC for this one, or are they just going to start working on the next Well, I, I feel like, yeah, they, they, they data mined, and there were, there were like 400 something Pokemon in the game. Yeah. Total. I'm not sure if that just means it includes all forms or whatever, but I believe that they're, they're going to, uh, Probably, if they don't do like DLC, they'll just sprinkle more in just to keep people buying it. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, anyone have anything else to add about Pokemon Legends Arceus before we move on to the last little bit of stuff? Okay. All right. Um, so like I said at the beginning, we, uh, we obviously haven't recorded in like three weeks. And in the past three weeks, there have been uh, a lot of acquisitions. Uh, the big one being that Xbox um, or Microsoft bought uh, Activision Blizzard for six point or sixty-seven point something billion dollars. And then uh, two weeks later, Sony announced they were buying Bungie for three point six billion dollars. Um, Which is insane because they're both free on the eShop. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's. We're in a world where everything's starting to get consolidated uh, down. And uh, I don't know, it's going to be interesting to see how those things go. There's obviously legal disputes about whether Xbox should be allowed to buy Activision Blizzard. Um, the, you know, how much shit they're going to have to deal with if the deal does go through. Um, Bungie is, doesn't have it. It has uh, its own problems with the same kind of stuff that Activision has, just to a lesser degree. Um I don't know. It's all interesting. Um, do you guys think, and obviously both of these um, companies have said that this is not the end of the acquisition announcements this year. Uh, so do y'all have any thoughts on uh, who could be next for either one of them? Who, who's left really? It's like Ubisoft. I mean, there's Ubisoft, Capcom, Sega, um, EA. Um, my personal thought i think that sony may try to make a bid to buy annapurna 
think that makes a lot of sense. That would make a lot of sense for Sony, I feel um, like, yeah. I know Xbox has uh, mentioned that they want to get more into the Japanese gaming space, so um, a bid for Sega or Capcom. Uh, there's also Konami, but I think that's more of a Sony-tied uh, PlayStation thing than an Xbox side. But you know, how, how likely is that, that like, a Japanese company sells to an American company. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just depends on, I guess, what kind of hole they find themselves in. I, I kind of feel like culturally there's boundaries there too. Yeah. What if, uh, what if Xbox uh, buys Atari or something? Still. <laughs> another, <laughs> another dead, really. But I mean, for the most part, but. They just put out a new console, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> X- Xbox just buys KFC so they can have their own KFC console. Oh, yes. Uh, I almost forgot about that. I that fried chicken smell in my room at all points of time. Sony buys Bud Light. Get the I don't know. You know, I'm sure that the, there's, there's positive perks with acquisitions and stuff like that. But, man, it's, it's made things so damn toxic on social media. Nintendo as far as Soulja Boy console fanboyism and just the console wars and and crap like that, you know, we can't, we can't. I felt like we were almost kind of, sort of getting away from it, and it's like cranked up in high gear. Yeah, and people are just downright hateful. Mm-hmm. They really are. It's 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 starting to become a problem. But the um, I don't know as far as like other acquisitions go. I don't know which other ones make sense really. Like, I would have loved, and this is a long time ago. Like, the studio's dead now, but I would love for Nintendo to have actually bought um, Alpha Dream. If y'all remember that studio, they're the ones who made all the Mario and Luigi games. Uh, instead of letting that company file for bankruptcy and, um, and not saving them, which means that we're never going to get Mario and Luigi games ever again, wow. or at least under the. Um, through uh, Alpha Dream. But Nintendo, like we were talking earlier, they, they've said that they're not really interested in buying other studios um, because they don't have, what, what was their wording, the Nintendo Vision or something? Um, the Nintendo DNA. So um, I don't think that they uh, will buy, the only one that makes sense if Nintendo bought someone was probably Monolith Soft because they, you know, they do a lot of um, second party work helping them with a lot of their games and then of course Xenoblade but Monolith Soft also does there's some other series that they also work on that goes to other platforms too hmm. um, I almost <laughs> I almost feel like Sony and Xbox are trying to emulate Nintendo and I think what Nintendo said kind of hit the nail on the head you know, Nintendo doesn't need any other studios, you know, to, you know, wow, you know, me be so positive about Nintendo. You know, Mario, Luigi, Pokemon, Metroid, Kirby, uh, it's Zelda. They're all bulletproof. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to sell. Yeah. And they're, they're going to sell damn well. So Nintendo doesn't need another a Nintendo doesn't have that. And, you know, Sony and Microsoft, you know, they bounce back and forth. They've got, you know, I think Sony's coming into their own a lot quicker than than Xbox is. I think they have their own little niche appeal with a certain, you know, group of franchises, stuff like that. You know, you think God of War, Ratchet and Clank, 
Um, it'd be nice, you know, to see like a, a re-envisioning of like Jack and Daxter, but you know, some more iconic things. I know Microsoft's sort of thrown a monkey wrench in that because they now own Crash Bandicoot. But you know, I think as far as fan bases go, talking about toxicity and stuff like that, you know, they announced that you know the purchase of Bungie, that they still were not that it was still in a a multi-platform studio that was going to be making multi-platform games. And I don't think that Xbox has been that open and forthcoming. You know, they bought, well, they're in the process of buying, you know, Activision Blizzard. And with that comes Call of Duty. And they've announced that, you know, what's been announced so far will be available. But, you know, we don't know what Call of Duty is going to be in years to come. That may end up being exclusive. And just talking talking to people in uh like guild chat on elder scrolls online you know that's is on playstation that's a big topic of of conversation is you know the purchase of you know bethesda and zenimax and you know what that means for playstation people um it's it is it's a dick move it's it's a dick move to purchase a development studio that has made their name with multi-platform games and then suddenly build a paywall out of your own console around that Mm -hmm. now with starfield i give starfield a pass because that's a brand new ip it doesn't have a mass appeal so if that is microsoft exclusive and always microsoft exclusive i think that's fair but when it comes to elder scrolls 6 and they have every right to do so they bought bethesda but if they put a console payroll paywall around that title i mean that's that's pretty shitty it really is yeah Hey, at least you have an Xbox now, right? So you can play it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna cancel Game Pass Ultimate though, and just. I mean, I may like do it when something's around, but I just. I mean, there's nothing really on it that. You know, it's fifteen dollars a month for nothing. Yeah. It's not as you know. It's so weird because. That was part of the reason why I bought it is I got myself so amped up. I was like, oh, my God, you know, such an expansive library. There's so much awesome stuff on it. And then I got it and I actually looked at it and I'm like, meh. I mean, it's not that much. I mean, I guess, you know, all the Halos are on it. I don't play Halo. Um, all the Gears of War. I'm not, a, you know, I'm not an Xbox guy. So, yeah, there's still not a big draw for Xbox. But, you know, it's it's like my... It's my little clause where I can, my little backdoor entry into games that Microsoft has weaseled their way into purchasing. <laughs> All right. And um, it's our last little bit of uh, news. Uh, obviously, there's a Nintendo Direct happening uh, this afternoon at 4 p.m. Central Time uh, for us. So, um, anyone got any uh, last minute predictions to? talk about and it's uh are we going to see breath of the wild 2 are we going to get a name for it is mario kart 9 going to be there they did they did say that they're they're focusing on games that are coming out in the first half of this year but they always uh they always throwing something a little extra yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> going down so that's the case uh, they're probably just going to talk about what triangle strategy kirby and advanced wars we've seen Splatoon. a lot about that you know so yeah, I think Splatoon's probably going to be like a June-July release. Um, this is also a 40-minute direct, so I can't imagine them just spending 10 minutes talking about each of those four games. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, 
Because I mean, we've we've seen advanced war advanced wars twice now. Uh, we've seen yeah, that's a, that's a re-release. So yeah. we've seen Kirby twice now. Um, what was that one? Triangle Strategy. That's been. I mean, there's a whole demo you can play right now and give feedback on. So I mean, that I I don't think they'll spend a lot of time talking about those games. I think there's a lot of stuff we probably don't know about. They're probably going to announce some new like battle royale game or something because they love to do those and um well whose anniversary is this year it's metroid zelda's i guess is still technically going on and um i think last year was donkey kong's 40th anniversary so i don't think they're going to do anything with that i think i think they're announcing the title of the breath of the wild 2 today I, I don't know. So. I just I feel it, man. I feel it. I love the Young and the Breathless. <laughs> it's gonna pop up, and all of a sudden, it's gonna say <laughs> the Legend of Zelda: The Young and the Breathless, <laughs> and we're all gonna be like, "Oh my God, Michael, did you see that?" <laughs> or, or the, the the darkest timeline is they're gonna go, "Hey, we know you are all here, probably excited to see something about Zelda, but unfortunately, we've had to delay this game to 2023, and then I'm just gonna close out of the video and not watch the rest of it." <laughs> They better better hope that they put that at the end of the the presentation and not at the beginning of it, or they're going to lose a lot of viewers. I hope not. You know, we were talking in group chat Mm. the other day. Nintendo has like such a has started this year so strong. I don't want I don't want anything to take momentum away from them this year. Yeah, feel like they need this. They 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 need a win. (laughs) I would have loved if Breath of the Wild two. could have came out uh in march like on the five or six year anniversary of breath of the wild 2 and then mm-hmm. announced super mario odyssey 2 is coming out in october like everything because i mean you got zelda getting a sequel splatoon's getting a sequel mario kart may be getting a sequel and so if mario odyssey got one too and there's also rumors of xenoblade chronicles 3 they literally could repeat their 2017 lineup but mm-hmm. the sequels to those games it's back to back and that and you know, Zelda versus Horizon Round Two, because that's how it went down the first time. Mario versus God of War. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe they announce a new Punch Out, and that'd be great. Hey, I was uh, <laughs> it'd be fantastic. I was listening to uh, Game Explain yesterday where they were doing their predictions, and there was a lot of people in there that were just like typing up Punch Out. I about to send a link to you by the time that I got. Well, you know, this is. I mean, this is all right. So it was on a podcast. Um, I, I'm not, I'm going to paraphrase cause I don't remember word for word. And I mean, it's so weird because of the source, uh, Mike Tyson on a podcast said that they were working on another punch out, that That's it was exciting. actively being developed. And that was last year. That's exciting. Hmm. And I know that a lot of people think, cause you know, Tyson went through some legal battles and did a lot of bad things. And, and they believe that that's why, um, he lost that whole thing with Mike Tyson's punch out and they replaced him with Mr. Dream. Uh, that's not true. Actually, his contract had just expired. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't because of the things that he faced. But, you know, even though he did face that a long time ago, uh, man, you know, he's he's really rejuvenated, you know, his character. He's got that cartoon. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's he's kind of a cultural icon. And, I mean, I'm not saying there's another Mike Tyson's punch out coming, but I – I don't think, I mean, I think that would increase draw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, the other thing, I would love to see a new F-Zero. I know it's not coming. Um, yeah. Or a new Star Fox. Even, I mean, even if they parted 
parted, ported uh, Star Fox Zero over, but this gave it new controls. I always wanted to try that. Um, I just, Star Fox Adventures. Oh my god, yes. I'll tell you what, it's something I forgot I played. I booted up uh, Star Fox 64 on the N64 online. Had a blast playing it for maybe like two hours the other day. Like, I love like old school Star Fox, so... Um, I remember playing Star Fox, was it Command on the DS, and it had like four-player online co-op or something you could do, and it was it was fun. I had a lot of time playing with that. Dude, that's a that's a franchise. They could, wow, man, they could do so much with that. Yeah, so like, much. If there was ever a game other than Mario Kart or Smash that I think they could have a field day making like a live service game out of, I think Star Fox would be a good one. Right. Yeah, a lot of characters you can use, um, lots of different vehicles and power ups and cosmetics Chips. they could sell. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You could you could throw you could genre merge so much shit with that. Yeah, you could add RPG elements. You've got like the fighter combat elements. You could do like on ground exploration, uh, collecting elements. Um, you could incorporate some crafting. I mean, wow. Y'all ever played so much um, there. Star Fox Assault on the GameCube? It was mm-hmm. like this. So they released Star Fox Adventures, which is the one that Rare did, where it's like the dinosaur planet thing. And mm-hmm. then they, a couple years later, they did Star Fox Assault, which was like your more traditional Star Fox, but it had four player local co op. And you could play as any of the, any Star Fox, Star Wolf villain character of anything. Um, and you were it was it was a death match like all it had was like team death match multiplayer if you wanted if you played co-op <laughs> and you could jump in landmasters and r wings and all sorts of other vehicles you had every character had like their own specific type of gun that they would use and um that game was a lot of fun i wish if they if that game had online multiplayer i'd probably still be playing it it was a lot of fun so bring that back nintendo give me star fox assault 2 <laughs> And then that'll make up for you delaying Zelda, I guess. <laughs> so you've already got it in your mind. That's what that's what they're gonna delay it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just I know them. They always delay Zelda games. Like, yeah, but they've already delayed this one. I feel like. Yeah, I guess. Like for a while, I feel like it, it should have came out a little bit ago. It was like 2018 DLC. They got turned into uh, a full sec, a full sequel to the game. Which is just crazy how things have have come a long way because Majora's Mask they they made that game using the same assets in Breath of the Wild they made that game in a year, and we're on it's been five years since Breath of the Wild came out. Yeah. So, and they're using all the same assets, I guess. So. Mm-hmm. Um, it's well, time. It is time. I, I hope I hope it comes out this year, but we'll see. Um. All right. They're gonna announce it today, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I'm going to change my attitude about it. They are going to announce. They're going to announce it today, and it, it will not be delayed. Yes, the, the I think Nintendo's is... riding a high, and today they're going to be. And I'm not talking to Google. They're riding a high, <laughs> and they're going to keep going on that high, and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, um, let's go ahead and do some trivia, and we'll wrap up. I know we're like this is going to be a long episode, and I'm pretty sure it's been right at an hour. So um... <laughs> we're getting better. <laughs> <laughs> all right um this week's trivia question is brought to you by google uh where my notes go um so again um 
I, I like the idea of not revealing the trivia winner or reminding people of scores. I think it adds suspense. If you guys don't like that, we can we can reevaluate it. Um, <laughs> but I do. I like it. I think it's, it makes things interesting. Um, so this week's trivia question is: It's Pokemon related. Um, oh no! <laughs> and this it's based off of a Pokedex entry for a Pokemon. I guess well. If it's in Arceus, I haven't seen it. What is the only known way to make a Ditto break from its transformation state and reveal itself? Do you throw water on it, make it laugh, turn off the lights, or feed it bones? I feel like I should know this, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to go with uh, make it laugh. Just remember that Pokemon entries can be dark, and there's a whole quest about uh, helping this kid not get carried away into the underworld by a drift limb. <laughs> I want to say feed it bones. I'll go turn off the lights. I don't know. <laughs> um, you don't you don't feed it bones. Uh, Damn it! That'd be weird though, like if because Ditto is like such a blobby Pokemon, you feed it bones. And it's well, that was your fault, Mitch. Them. You said it was dark. Yeah, you personally misled you. I said it could be. I said it could be. Um, you uh, you don't turn off the lights on it. Um, you don't throw water on it, but you do make it laugh. Okay. <clears throat> Michael, you were um, you were on the board. That's all I'm gonna say. Wow. Oh, that's all I'm gonna say. I was actually thing. look. I was gonna go with Michael's answer too, because I was like, dude, if anybody knows, it'll be him. I'm gonna say <laughs> laugh too. But then you had to throw in that fucking dark shit, and I was like, ah, it's the bone thing, because there, I don't know, somebody with the Q bone. He wears the skull of his mom or something like mm-hmm. that. So I was, that's where my mind started to go. Bonus points. What Pokemon um, is Q bone actually supposed to be before it wears its dead mother's skull? It's not. This isn't confirmed. It's just like theorized, I guess. Oh, um, the theory is uh, the Kangaskhan baby. The what? Genghis Khan's baby. Kangaskhan. It's like the big Pokemon that has like the belly that has like the little baby. And I, I don't know Pokemon, man. It's it's, it's a Gen One Pokemon. What are you talking about? I have no idea. I love that when uh, I think it's in uh, X and Y when Kangaskhan Mega evolves. Nothing changes on the Pokemon. Just the baby just comes out of the the pouch and then just starts fighting. <laughs> so every time you attack, you attack twice. Dude, like Legends is the first one I've played longer than twenty minutes. Yeah, well, that's why. <laughs> so you don't get Kangaskhan to like Cinnabar Island in the first game or something like that. So that makes sense. All right. Well, um, I guess we'll go ahead and start wrapping things up for this episode. Uh, Richard, you got anything you want to plug this week? Uh, yeah, check me out. I'm, I'm just now back in the swing of things. I posted a um, the miniature of the Two-Face, which some people may have seen that before. But I've got quite a few. I just got to take the pictures. Um, so I'm doing an image drop. I've got the new Hero Quest came out. So I got some set pieces that I'm going to showcase there. Uh, I got some more Marvel Legend Fallout miniatures. I got some Fallout miniatures about to pop up. So yeah, that's it. Instagram and Facebook, no mini left behind. Yeah. Michael, anything? Nothing posted yet, but I might uh, post a build video soon of a computer I'm building for a friend. Yeah. Fantastic. Chase, anything? 
Um, I think Target and Amazon right now have buy two get one free, free deals on some a bunch of games, um, and as well as GameFly has their uh, blowout deal going on right now. So if you're looking to buy anything else before all the games drop this coming month, then uh, yeah, check those out. I think all the Pokemon games are buy two get one free right now yep. as well. It just, I know we're wrapping up, but like, you know, the next few weeks, a lot, who's, who's like, what's day ones? Anybody got any day ones? I'm going over my, Horizon. My Elden, my Elden Ring is day one. Um, Dying Light 2 was my day one. Oh, gotcha. So, uh, I haven't decided what my next move is going to be yet. I feel like I'm leaning more towards Horizon. Because I've already, that's the sequel, so I want to know what happens next. And Elden Ring. Well, I don't know. Mitch, you're going to be playing Dying Light for 500 hours, so. Yeah. Yeah. I think, so I put um, 20, so far I've put 28 hours into Pokemon Legends, and I did that in a week. Um, I think I've probably put maybe 15 hours so far into Dying Light 2. But the main campaign is only like 28 to 30 hours. Um, and I'm not a collectathon man, so I'm not going to go and get every single ending and artifact and record and whatever the hell else is in this game. Like I'm going to, I'm going to play it through the story and call it a day until the, the expansions drop for it. So, I mean, I'm not spending 500 hours in Dying Light 2. Um, I would imagine, I think my next move is probably Horizon and then like, I love Souls games. I'm, I've never beaten one. So at least I know when I get Horizon, I'm playing it with the intent of beating it, if that makes sense. So Elder yeah. Ring's just going to be like playing it for fun because I want to experience the game. And more or less, like, I'm going into it cautiously optimistic that I probably won't ever finish it. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Not with that kind of mindset. You got to go into it saying, I'm going to platinum this son of a bitch. I've never platinumed a game before, so. Just I have platinumed. All from soft games so far. The only game I've ever 100%ed is Breath of the Wild. Well, let me back up. 100% of the game, whenever it's with like the achievements and quests and stuff like that, I guess Breath of the Wild um, and Mario Odyssey, because that's got a, a fuckload of things you can do. And it's actually got like an achievement list built into the game instead of being like, you know, um, baked into the console because Nintendo games are like that. So you kind of have to do it the way that they want you to do it. I'm really curious about the difficulty of Elden Ring. They've mentioned that it's it's not bad or it's not... It's yeah, not, it's I don't know. made to not turn people away based off of difficulty or something. See, I don't like that. But we'll see. I don't like adding people to my community. <laughs> <laughs> The game needs to kick you in the balls, and if you die, you die. What is that? The Apollo Creed? Not Apollo Creed. Dolph Lundgren. Uh, if he dies, <laughs> he dies. I mean, that's that should be the outlook of all from soft games. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, if you want to find me anywhere, um, I'm on Twitter at Meechflow. Uh, I'm also on TikTok at Meechflow. I haven't uploaded a video in probably like three weeks. I'm surprised I haven't like lost all the followers I gained um, from that for time where I blew up. Um, but I've been posting videos of doing a hack on a Nintendo Wii, uh, showing how you can, um, well, the first episode was really just, or first bit was literally just cleaning this thing because it was disgusting. Um, I have the second video ready to go and haven't uploaded it, but it's how you actually um, ha soft hack the Wii 
so you can put GameCube games on a flash drive and play them off of a flash drive using uh, the Nintendon't emulator for the Wii. Um, you can also get PS2 games, PS1 games, uh, N64. N64. How games. well does the Wii play a GameCube game? The GameCube games actually work really well. Um, really? But the N64 games, the emulation is terrible, so I don't recommend doing N64 games. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff you can do. Like I, This is the same hack you use to be able, if you wanted to hack Super Smash Bros. Brawl, to where you can um, do custom characters and move sets and skins and music and everything. You can do all that uh, stuff with that, too. But I'm doing this for uh, a friend now. The whole goal was with it was to just do uh, GameCube games because um, he bought... He went to, I guess it was McKay's or something, and bought a bunch of uh, GameCube games, and he bought the Wind Waker, and it was eighty dollars. Yeah, the it's Wind Waker. insane. I was at I went, Michael uh, went with me to pick up my car the other day in Chattanooga, and we went to uh, McKay's, and they had a copy of Twilight Princess for the GameCube for a hundred and twenty dollars. It's like no, <laughs> absolutely not. Like for wow, that, that price you could find a moderately used Wii U and Twilight Princess HD for maybe like total probably twenty dollars more and just play the better version of that game right but all right well thanks everyone for watching um uh, i really enjoyed getting back into this live format and uh, next time i'll try to be mm -hmm. in a location where the sun's not going to um blind everyone watching the video version <laughs> of the show we'll um, see you where the sun doesn't shine <laughs> <laughs> there it is all right Thanks, everyone, for watching. Thanks, guys, for coming on the show. Michael, do you have a sponsor for this week's episode? Um, No, they all left during that hiatus. Mm. So sorry. <laughs> well, uh, You're sponsorless. Today's sponsor can be from this person in chat, but I can't read their name. But just letting you know that Sister19LOL is online. So, thank you. <laughs>